live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. It is six minutes past the hour. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of today's radio show. And whether you're listening across the nation on one of our many network radio affiliates, or around the globe, frankly, via our 24-7 TuneIn.com channel. This is your home for all travel all the time. Well, we have another busy hour coming up for you today. At 18 past the hour, we'll be taking you to Italy, a 50,000-square-foot extravaganza of Italian foods, cooking classes, restaurants, wines, and more. Then at the bottom of the hour, Mary and I will head outside in the frigid New York weather today uh, to the nearby Circle Line with their COO, Daniel Bookvard, to check in on that New York institution. Uh, the owner of something called the Amazing Race New York will be here to explain. And three-time Tony Award-winning Broadway producer Kevin McCullum, he's going to stop in in here live with us at the Whitney, and we're going to discuss what's on for 2016. But first, as I mentioned, we are here at the Whitney Museum of American Art, and joining us right now is their chief curator, Scott Rothkop. Scott, thanks for taking some time to be with Mary and me today. really appreciate you joining us. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with your impressive background. From your work as a senior editor at Art Forum International, you were a curator of many exhibits during your time at Harvard, and you've written countless essays and publications on many contemporary artists. Uh, you've been a little busy in the art world, um, and here Just you are at the uh, world-famous Whitney. What's it like? We have you here. I think a lot of people that are listening would want to know firsthand, what's it like curating for a museum like this, and how hands-on do you get as a curator? Oh, I get very hands-on. You do? I mean, a lot of the shows that I work on, there's kind of two different types of shows, you could say. Some that are from our collection, which has over 22,000 objects in it now, dating from around 1900 to the present. Right. Uh, and so when you're working with the collection, you're looking at things that exist already, that um, we've had in storage sometimes for years mm. that we're excited to look at again. Sometimes they're really famous uh, works by I'm sure you're like, excited when you come upon them. Yeah, like right? yeah. sometimes they're, they're you know, works by Jasper Johns or Andy mm -hmm. Warhol, Georgia O'Keeffe, but sometimes they're works of artists who maybe are kind of surprising for us, even if they're from 50 to 100 years ago. Maybe they've been a little bit, you know, forgotten Kind of ignored way. a little bit yeah, or forgotten. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're looking at, um, you know, making these new discoveries, even kind of like shopping in your closet. Exciting, yeah. Uh, and the, so that's one kind of show that I work on. And the other, most generally, is when I'm working with a living artist on a kind of solo show. So about two years ago, we did a great uh, retrospective with Jeff Koons mm -hmm. in our old building where you're working really side by side along an artist, you know, from maybe sometimes the original idea to the opening of the show could take four years to figure that out. And wow. the Whitney has a real interest in collaborating with living artists. So mm -hmm. that's a lot about what we do. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I read you quoted somewhere, as you said, that you wanted the new Whitney to be a place of dialogue and debate. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that you're on your way to accomplishing that? I think so. You know, I mean, what's very interesting is that the Whitney was founded almost 100 years ago. And at that time, it was very avant-garde to be supporting uh, young American artists. In the early 20th century, yeah, sure. mm -hmm. people thought, oh, the Europeans, they're the great right. artists. Yeah, the right. Americans was looked down upon. We're a right. bunch of yeah. hicks. Right. Um, and so <laughs> even since its beginning, it's had a kind of idea about controversy in a way, about being risky, about being venturesome. 
And so, for example, when we opened with our new museum and an installation of our collection, we wanted it to have kind of points of friction in it, that there were moments uh, in the 1930s and the 1960s, even more recently, when you saw artists taking on big social issues, whether it was uh, racial justice, whether it was the AIDS crisis, whether it was Richard Nixon, that American artists throughout the last century have always been engaged in this kind of dialogue and debate. And so we do that in the way that we work with artists currently, but also also looking back at our past collection. So, as, I'm sorry, Mary, but I was going to say, so as you're considering upcoming exhibits or events, what's the criteria that you have for the Whitney? Well, you know, we have all different criteria uh, depending on the kind of show we're doing and the balance overall. I would say, first of all, we like the idea that the museum feels very alive, that there's a sense of discovery in the exhibitions that we make. And what's interesting is that you can do that even with an artist who's very known, like Edward Hopper. Can mm -hmm. you present his work in a new way, in a new context? Can you bring paintings uh, to life that people think that they've known before? Uh, or sometimes you're looking at a very young artist and you want to find that life and that excitement in the studios, whether you're in Brooklyn or out in LA. We have a great show on view right now that's in our lobby gallery called Flatlands that presents the work of five young painters. And I think probably all of them are under the age of 40 and a couple of them are under the age of 30. And for most of them, it's the first time that they've shown in a museum. Great exposure, yeah. So, you know, Gee. but you get that sense of kind of being on the front lines. Right. And we don't know that these artists in 50 years are going to be a part of our collection right. or remembered or not, but that's not really the point. Sometimes at the Whitney, uh, part of our sense of adventure is about kind of taking the temperature in the moment, uh, looking at something that's a little bit and are you a targeting discovery. a specific person when you put together an exhibit? You mean a specific audience? A specific audience, yes. Uh, I would say that different shows speak to different uh, audiences in different ways. Of so course. maybe it's a bit of a layer cake. Maybe we have um, out-of-towners coming to the Whitney who are looking to see the masterpieces of the collection by George O'Keefe and Edward Hopper. Maybe the show that I just mentioned of these five young artists might speak a little bit more to the art world, to the New York art community that the museum feels very close to. Maybe a big retrospective of an artist like Frank Stella, which which is mm -hmm. filling right now our fifth floor galleries, speaks to people who have a real interest maybe in abstract painting. Right. Or there's an 80-year-old artist um, who's having this big show who's still alive and kicking, and maybe people remember his work from the 60s or the 70s when he came of age, and now they're going to find out that he's adding something new to the story. So I think that together there's a whole lot of offerings. How do you, we asked Adrian earlier as director of visitor experience how he kind of takes the pulse for success or achievement or meeting your goals. As a curator, how do you, I mean, you're obviously very active, always in motion, always looking, always researching. How do you kind of take a step back and take the pulse of whether you think you're, you're hitting the mark when you're looking for certain artists, certain exhibits? How do you keep kind of checking in with yourself? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. You know, there's a lot of talk in our field about the kind of metrics of success. And, you know, the easiest one to ever talk about is the box office. You right. say, well, okay, we know how many people right. visited the museum today or last week or this year. And when you're speaking to the press or you're talking to your financial supporters, that's in a way the most quantifiable. But I'm really thinking about a lot of other ways of measuring the Whitney success in its new home. You know, how impactful is our program to younger artists, let's say? Mm -hmm. Some of the shows that we did four or five years ago with an artist who maybe was very little known then uh, end up that that artist has become kind of a big deal five, ten years later. That It looks like their work that we kind of took the right bet. But we wouldn't right. know that um, at the time. But you're not going to be able to quantify that based on the dollars. No. So you have no. to take chances. So no number, and maybe yeah. we're looking at our reviews. Um, mm -hmm. You know, how is our discussion in the art world or beyond growing? How are people like you interested mm -hmm. in coming 
willing to sit down with me and hear about what we're up to. Uh, another interesting thing has been, you know, recently seeing our program talked about in a lot of different kind of places. You know, uh, we had in our opening exhibition a um, room that was devoted to arts and science 11 in America, and actually Al Jazeera had something to say about that. We had mm -hmm. the first lady come to our uh, ribbon cutting, mm -hmm. and it's interesting to think about our museum, which I think had a much smaller audience now participating in different kind of dialogues. Well, Scott, we really appreciate the hospitality today. It's very nice to meet you. Thank you very much. And nice to meet you. Uh, Thank you. And best of luck with the Whitney. It's a great modern museum, no question about it. All right, up next, we're going to take you to Italy to meet its CEO, Nicola Ferranetti. And if you're hungry, well, this next segment, it really isn't going to help a lot, but we're back in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at rudymaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You'll experience the highest quality meats and seafoods with WeebyMeat.com. WeebyMeat.com has been serving their quality meat and seafood to the finest restaurants across the country for years, and now they're offering a monthly subscription program. The first 200 people to sign up receive a special bonus of a limited edition cutting board, a custom apron, or additional meat, your choice. And if you visit WeebyMeat.com and use promo code RUDY, you'll save 20% on your purchase. That's WeebyMeat.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Savvy travelers know that there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about Emerald for some time now. They offer excellent value and amenities not found with the competition. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, all gratuities, shore excursions, Wi-Fi, beer and wine, port charges. They're all included. Order your free brochure today at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it, get it, use it. Get it, use it, get it, use it, get it, use it, get it, use it. Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz rewards, and use them instantly, only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards, instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com. Slash rewards. If you travel regularly or know someone who does, then we have the perfect item for you, LollyZip. LollyZip's a TSA-compliant bag containing wide-mouth silicone squeeze bottles, multiple half-ounce jars, a nifty spray bottle, and more that you easily fill and use over and over again. No more hassles at airports, and LollyZip's also great for the spa, gym, camping, even a cruise. They offer many other cool travel products, so visit LollyZip.com today and save 20% site-wide when you enter Rudy at checkout. That's LollyZip.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back. It is 18 past the hour, and today Mary and I are bringing you the show from the new Whitney Museum of American Art in New York City. This portion of the show is sponsored by WeBeMeet.com. 
What's better than getting fresh meat or seafood delivered right to your door? I mean, come on. Is that is that great, Mary, or what? Yeah, it is. Premier Meat Company is a family-owned company based in Los Angeles, and they've been providing the highest quality fresh meats and seafood to top restaurants and celebrities for over 50 years. They've recently expanded into online shipping through a partnership with Rudy, Mary, and May, and you can order the best meats and seafood and enjoy five-star dining now right at home. You can also order individual items. They've got a whole list of different things that they offer. Uh, or now they're offering a reasonable monthly subscription plan that you may want to check out as well. WeBeMeat.com is always fresh. It's never frozen. It's organic. It's grass-fed, free-range, no antibiotics, no hormones, all sourced from sustainable family farms. So just visit WeBeMeat.com and enter promo code RUDY to save 20%. That's R-U-D-Y. That's WeBeMeat.com. Or you can also visit the all-new RudyMaxa.com. Just click on Sponsors and enter promo code RUDY to save 20%. All right, so let me ask you, have, have you heard about Italy in New York City? There's also a location in Chicago. I mean, Mary, we, we love Italy. Yeah, I mean, we do. <laughs> uh, there are three more Italys that are coming soon in the United States, and I believe there are about 20 of them around the world, most in Italy. It's a favorite destination for us, and prior to today's broadcast from the Whitney Museum, Mary and I had a chance to visit with Italy's CEO, Nicolai Farinetti. Without giving too much away, let's go to Italy. Nicola Farinetti is the CEO of Italy United States and son of Italy's founder, Oscar Farinetti. If you're not familiar with Italy, it's a gastronomic delight where you can eat, shop, and learn about great food and classes that they offer. If you've ever been to the markets of Italy, you'll see a lot of similarities from fresh meats and seafood. As I look around here, Italian olive oils, pastas, cheeses, baked rustic breads, Italian pastries, top coffees, fresh vegetables, multiple restaurants, a wine store, cooking classes, and I'm ready to carve out a space and rent it and move in. There are well over 20 Italy's around the globe. Most are in Italy. Here in the U.S., there's the 50,000 square foot flagship store in New York City on Fifth Avenue, where we are today. There's another one in Chicago on Ohio Street. Three more locations opening soon, including another one in New York at the World Trade Center, one in Boston at Prudential Tower, and one in Hollywood. The Farinetti family is partners with chefs Mario Batali, as well as Lydia Bastianich and Joe Bastianich. Nick Nicola, thanks for being on the show with us today. Thank you very much for this great introduction. Nicola, so Italy opened in New York City August 2010? Correct. Okay. It's clearly been a winner. You can see that today. And, I mean, it, it is a destination for folks. In December 2013, as Mary just mentioned, you opened in Italy, Chicago. Uh, and that's become a destination as well. So for our listeners around the country who perhaps maybe haven't had a chance to come to Italy in America or elsewhere, share what makes this place so unique. But the ingredients are simple, just like the dish we like to cook every day. And of course, first, it's good. The food we do is good. High quality, that's what we do, that's what we like to focus on. And at the end of the day, when you really go in food market or in food restaurants and you try to understand all the marketing, how they're successful, everything starts from the ingredients. So our main focus is high quality. Second, we do something that basically nobody does, which is eat, shop and learn all together under one roof. So you kind of feel very free of enjoying this place the way you like it. You can eat, you can shop, you can learn, you can do all together, right. you can do in different timing. And also, we are one of the only, actually the only, 
very big places that has a very focused idea, which is Italian food. And so I think it's very approachable and understandable. It is clearly unique, as we were just saying. And with all the different things that you offer here, I, I mean, you're talking from the grocery items you offer, the, re the restaurants, the great wines. I like to try to say that, and I don't know how you feel about this, but it's almost an Italian version of a Whole Foods. What are some of your favorite things about Italy? I think what I like the most about Italy is the customers. Because what we try to do with our job is empower the customers to make the right choice. All our effort is delivering the communication from the producers to the customers and make the customers able to choose what they like the best. Why there are 125 different type of pasta? Where they come from? What's the history? Who did that? So I really like seeing our customers coming around, looking on our site. We have probably like more than 500 signs here that we're all been writing together. And it's a lot of messages, we know, we understand maybe it's sometimes overwhelming. Uh, but we really believe that food culture is important. Uh, at the end of the day, beside everything, this is an experience and you want to enjoy it. And in order to enjoy it, you need to know it. You need to know it a little better. And the more you know, the more you enjoy. I would agree. If you're just joining us, our guest is Nicola Farinetti, the CEO of Italy United States. So we talked earlier, you have some successful partners, obviously, with big names. Chef Mario Batali, Lydia Bastianic, Joe Bastianic. Are they involved at all in the operations of what goes on here today still? They're definitely involved. Mm -hmm. They're a key component in our success. I think... One of the one of the thing that we decided as a family to never do is to go somewhere else countries and teach them how to do something. I think it's pretty stupid. Smart. And yeah. uh, so we wanted to have a partner in the United States. And when we look at the best choice ever was Joe, Lydia, and Mario. I mean, besides the fact that they're incredibly successful with their own operation, they are very famous. So, you know, they reach people very easily. Sure. They're also very smart in this business. Right. And they help us setting this place up in Chicago as well and all the next three locations that were up a lot. I actually have a dinner with Mario in the next few days to discuss new operations. Now, you, they handle more of the restaurant operations. You and your family are the retail side of things, correct? We all put together our best know-how. We're, we're more merchant kind of a guy. They're more restaurants kind of a guy. Right now, Italy is a 1,400 people company in the United States of America, so we kind of all handle together everything. Mm -hmm. But yes, this is their strength. Okay. We talked a little earlier about how the locals will come in. They'll just come for the coffee and the espresso. Some will come just for the bakery. Some will come for everything. You obviously have a lot of tourists who do come in here. It's a destination. Congratulations. Being a destination Thanks. in New York City is a big accomplishment. Uh, do you find a large portion of travelers and, and people are here during the holidays? Are there? We do have definitely a lunch crowd from mm -hmm. tourists. We actually divide our business and our uh, ideas of marketing and activities that we do in the store Monday to Thursday and then Friday to Sunday because we know those are two very different customers. And thanks God, we have a lot of locals who shop here. 39, 38% of our business come from fresh products in retail. So meat, fish, and cheese, and salumi. And those are stuff and that only locals that buy. you're sourcing locally. Uh, one thing I want you to just to share with folks, because I know we're running uh, short on the, on the time. So you have something here that's a treasure up on the roof that not a lot of people that might come to Italy might know about. They might walk around, they have all the great food, they get lost in that. Share with us, what, what is that that's on the roof? I, and, and I will say, I believe it's the highest of its kind in New York City. Oh, definitely. We have a brewery 
Brewery up there on the 14th floor. We did this restaurant called Birreria that was a tremendous success. We actually opened one year after then we right. optioned the store on the ground floor. But Birreria, it's glass enclosed. I it's mean, glass it's glass enclosed. It's it works all year round. Right. Actually, this year, December 1st, we closed it for a couple of days and we opened back with a new format which we call Baita, which is chalet. Okay. It's uh, Italian ups pop-up restaurants for the winter. And it's working great. There's nothing better than be up there and snowing. So last question for you. You came here from opening a store, I believe, in Bologna. First store was opened in Torino. You've been here since 2010? Back and um, forth. Do you consider yourself a New Yorker now? And what has New York taught you about running a, running a major business like you are here in New York City? I don't really know who is a New Yorker nowadays. <laughs> I, I see those people running around. It's very We're all a little bit to of everything. stop them, right? I always feel myself as Italian. I truly believe that if you want to run an Italian food operation in the States, you have to go back in Italy very often. And every two weeks I'm back for like a few days and making sure that I bring here the best that we do. So you stay close to your roots. To of keep course, the, that's, yeah. that's mandatory for us. We are selling the truth. This is what we want to do. And so it's important for me to be connected. Nicola, uh, we're going to have to leave it there. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us today on this special New York broadcast from the Whitney Museum. Thank you very much, guys. Italy's definitely an experience. It's fun, it's festive, as you could hear, and the food's great. Uh, it absolutely just, is, Mary. It's way it's, more than a destination. The place is always busy, and, mm -hmm. you know, as you just said, it, it's an experience, no doubt. I'm sure is. that if we lived in Washington, D.C., or Seattle, Washington, Miami, Florida, St. Louis, Missouri, wherever, uh, we'd still find a way to make some frequent absolutely. stops. Absolutely. All right. If you're planning a visit to New York or Chicago, or even Italy, and you enjoy great Italian foods, be sure to make time for Italy. Or if you're listening in Virginia, Wyoming, or anywhere else today in the USA, uh, you can check out their website. It's just Italy, E-A-T-A-L-Y, Italy.com, and you'll find an online, st online store that's there uh, that they ship all across the country, so you can bring a little Italy home. When we come back on this special remote broadcast from the Whitney Museum in snowy New York City, we're headed across the street to the Hudson River and Pier 83 to check in with another landmark institution, the Sokolov. COO Daniel Bookbar joins us next. Stay with us. We're back in three minutes. Max's World with the Carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Thousands of people seeking home security get ripped off every day. You get stuck writing huge checks and signing long-term contracts with no way out. It can cost you thousands, but there's a better way to protect your home. SimplySafeRudy.com Home Security. SimplySafeRudy.com has no contracts, and you'll get award-winning 24-7 protection for just $14.99 per month. Go to SimplySafeRudy.com today for an exclusive 10% offer and get a free keychain remote worth $25. You can also visit the all-new RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. Take 
phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. Welcome back. It is 33 past the hour, and this is Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries on location today at the Whitney in New York City. Well, actually, we're just north of the Whitney, up the West Side Highway for this segment at Pier 83, where you'll find New York's famous Circle Line. Dan Bookvar is the chief executive officer of New York Cruise Lines, or as Robert just said, the parent company of Circle Line. They just celebrated their 70th anniversary in 2015 and have hosted more than 60 million passengers since 1945. If you want to see a different view of New York City, they'll show it to you. Dan, thanks for joining Robert and me today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here, and welcome aboard. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate that. Uh, so, Dan, I think it was around Thanksgiving that I read that you have some new ships being built up in Massachusetts. I was humored by the the fact that aluminum will never be in the fleet because you obviously want the boat strong and so forth, but you have a pretty diverse fleet. T tell us about the new boats that are coming. Yes, so we're very excited. We've got some new boats coming. Just to give you some history, our old boats date back from to 1945. In fact, our original Circle Line sightseeing vessels came uh, from the U.S. Navy. Did and, they really? Uh, yep, they've wow. lasted us for 70 years. Uh, they're repurposed battleships that landed in Asia Pacific and and uh, we're standing near one right now but those need to be retired okay. uh, they've been servicing many customers and, and and delighting guests for 70 years in 2008 we upgraded the fleet we brought three new vessels we call that the Manhattan class of the borough class okay. and that's the, the Brooklyn the Manhattan and the Queens boats and we're standing on one of them and they were great improvements uh, they provided uh, much excess capacity we can get 600 people on the boat we uh, have better sight lines. They're built for sightseeing. They have better concessions, etc. But the new boats, the ones we uh, we talked about in November, uh, we're very excited about. So those are going to be called the Empire Class. And for the first time ever, they're going to go up three levels. And that top deck is, you know, think of Leonardo DiCaprio in the Titanic when he leans in and says, you know, I'm king of the world. That yeah. top deck is going to be a majestic viewing area for real VIP guests. So we're very excited about that. It also comes with um, improved concessions. And in this day, Age. That's what we wanted to right? talk to you, you about. You want to get a hot pastrami sandwich menu. on your yeah. tour these days. You, you don't want a, a hot dog. Hot dogs are no. actually, people still love hot yeah. dogs. Don't get me wrong, yeah. our number one seller. Right. And they want hot is pretzels it really? Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nachos, hot pretzels, and hot dogs right. are still our number one seller. Well, it is New York, so the it hot is dog. New York. Yeah. Um, and most of our customers are tourists, and they want a good right. New York hot dog. But now we can actually give them fresh sauerkraut. <laughs> we can give them <laughs> pastrami. Um, we can give them chick parma, whatever they like. So you're just widening the variety it's, for them. It's that sort of experience, mm -hmm. the concessions, um, not to mention a full bar. Um, I know I have uh, kids after two hours uh, with them, you know, yeah, I want you a need Jack a drink. and Coke, I can get that on yeah. a circle line. And what other modern amenities? Do you have so, free Wi-Fi? Yes, we have free okay. Wi-Fi on our boats, and part of the enhancements of the Empire class will be, the we like to say, when, when guests come aboard, you need comfort, good HVAC systems for air conditioning, right? right. It's very hot. Right. You need great AV, right? You want right. to be able to hear our terrific guides tell amazing stories and point out up to 125 sites. So you need great AV, you know, audiovisual right. systems. And they're heated as well through Completely. the winter for winter cruising. Absolutely. So all okay. 365 days a year. Right. So these enhancements will all be bigger and better with the Empire class coming. All right. So I have to share a story. I was recently, I was out west, and I was at a restaurant for dinner. Uh, the waitress, she had come over, and I found out that she had recently been to New York. 
And she said to me, yeah, so I asked her, you know, well, of course, you know, being pleasant, I tried to say, so what did you do while you were in New York? And she said to me uh, immediately, she, I took the circle on. So oh, I said great. to her, well, well, why? I just, I just wanted to know why. And she said to me, well, that city is so big. I can't walk the city. She was at Bloomingdale's and she was trying to walk downtown. But she said, I figured I would get such a great view from the river going around the city. But you offer much more than that. So what percentage of your business are tourists? And then give us an idea of what you are offering now. Oh, that's great. First of all, it's great to hear, right? Um, we are, and, and a brand that's 70 years old, we're so proud of the fact that we're so well-known and so well-reviewed on TripAdvisor, things of that nature. So the word of mouth um, is is something we rely on. And so that's so great to hear that even in the Midwest, you had a good experience. So what we're famous for is what we call the best in New York cruise. We're the only ones. You see some of these boats we're, we're on right now. They're flat. They're they're a little funny looking because they're flat. They're 170 feet long and about 40 feet wide. They go up two levels. Why? Because they have to go fully around the island, which is seven bridges, five boroughs, three mm, rivers. We're right. the only company in the United States that can do that. And that's really what distinguishes the full circle of Circle Line. So that's what we were founded. But of course, customer, our guests have evolved. Millennials tend to have lower attention span, so we've upgraded our tours. We now have a landmark tour that's only an hour and a half. We have a Liberty tour that goes straight to the Statue of Liberty, 100 feet from the statue and comes back. Away. And we have yeah, the Beast, which that. is a high-speed yeah. thrill ride <laughs> that goes 40 miles an hour to the Statue of Liberty. So we've evolved our offerings significantly. And then we're looking over here. We've got the, you launched the North River Lobster Company boat a couple of years ago. And behind us, we were just talking about this earlier, is the Princess boat is being demolished. And what's going on there? What are the That's plans right. there? You know, we're standing at the intersection, as you said, of Hudson Yards, Times Square, and the High Line, the Whitney, the Intrepid. And what we're seeing is the demand for dining and entertainment by us is growing dramatically. And we're responding with opening new floating restaurants. So stay tuned for more. We're going to have a lot to offer with new floating restaurants here on Pier 81 and Pier 83. All right, Dan, we really appreciate the time today. To plan your visit or learn more, check them out online at circleline42.com. Dan, thanks for spending some time with Mary and me today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And welcome aboard. Welcome to everybody. Come on down and visit. When we come back, we'll head back inside the Whitney and introduce you to a woman who's created the amazing race New York City. Stay with us. We're back in three minutes. Rudy Max's World with the Carries phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Have you tried a MyPillow yet? If not, we suggest you do. You've heard us talking about MyPillows for some time now, and there really is something special about them. They come with five different fill levels, so they're customized to the individual. They're the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation and come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Right now, they're offering a special deal for our listeners of a buy one, get one free offer on their premium pillow. Visit MyPillow.com and use promo code RUDY or go to RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Results may vary. Hello, I'm Jerry Mathers. I was the beaver in Leave it to Beaver. And 20 years ago, I almost died from type 2 diabetes. When I was diagnosed with type 2, I was shocked. My blood sugar was through the roof. Now, the very same natural remedies I use to control my type 2 diabetes are available for you in a super easy program called the Diabetes Solution Kit. And I should know it works. I use the very same techniques to drop 40 pounds of fat, get my blood sugar under control, and watch my type 2 diabetes fade into thin air. If you have diabetes, I urge you to try this step-by-step plan. It has all the natural techniques I used, and it works a lot faster, too. I'm Jerry Mathers. 
And if I can do it, you can do it too. If you'd like to normalize your blood sugar and stop taking your diabetes medication completely with your doctor's approval, go to 77diabetic.com. That's 77diabetic.com. Reverse your diabetes in as little as 30 days by going to 77diabetic.com. That's 77diabetic.com now. Geico applauds your inner road champion. A solid bump from Geico's fist to yours goes out to the little rebel that lives within. The one who made you daydream as a kid about owning a child. Chroming it out and chewing on toothpicks just to look tough. For you, champ, Geico insures motorcycles with great rates. And to further fuel your engine, you can access your policy anytime, day or night, through the Geico mobile app. Because Geico knows that even make-believe renegades need help from time to time. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. What would an extra $250 a month mean to you? For some, it's a little financial breathing room. For others, it's a car payment, a home repair, or help with college tuition. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. And I've got some great news if you're looking to save money on your mortgage. All it takes is a simple phone call to Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN to see if you qualify for the government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. Folks who refinance with HARP can save an average of $250 a month. That's $3,000 a year. Our home loan experts fully understand the HARP guidelines, and they'll walk you through our streamlined process. And for six years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction. And for the second year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit quickenloans.com. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equalizing lender, license in all 50 states, nlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. Welcome back. It is 43 past the hour, and we've just returned from the cold and snow that's happening here today to the warmth of the Whitney Museum in New York City. This portion of the program is sponsored by LollyZip.com. If you're regular travelers like we are, eliminate annoying airport security with the LollyZip Travel Kit. It's TSA compliant and allows you to take the convenient of your home on all your travels, no more hassles at the airport. It even works for the spa, gym, camping, even on a cruise. They also offer many other cool travel products to make your ventures from home easier and fun, so visit lollyzip.com today and be sure to enter promo code RUDY at checkout to save 20% site-wide. You can also visit the all-new rudymaxa.com under sponsors. So you heard me mention earlier, uh, our next guest is Mary Catanzaro. She is the founder and owner of what we like to refer to as the Amazing New York Race, but it's actually officially the Amazing New York Scavenger Hunt. Essentially, this is a popular scavenger hunt where teams adventure around Manhattan and Brooklyn. They follow various clues, performing mental and physical challenges, and tasks to get to the finish line and win prizes. So how great is that? Mary, how long have you been organizing these amazing events? Uh, we've been doing the Amazing New York Scavenger Hunt since 2007. We do other things as well, but the scavenger hunts have been around since 2007. I'm sure that's been well-received. I mean, how many do you do a year? How do people find out about you? And you do custom and public. Yes, we do mm-hmm. custom and public. Mm-hmm. We do about um, 100 public races a year, mm-hmm. um, and then we do about, um, i say, another 100 private scavenger hunts a year where they're for the bachelorette races or corporate team building or birthdays, and we customize those to be about the 
person. So let's talk about the public event. Yeah. If somebody wants to just go ahead and register for that, it takes about three hours? So typically a scavenger hunt is about three hours long um, from start to finish. We do a registration and a thing at the end, but so it's about four hours All long. Right. And what do they have to do in three so, hours? So there's different clues and challenges where they have to figure out where they have to go. And, and when they get there, there's something that they have to do there. So we use an app. Um, so everything that they do is in the app. So all of the clues and challenges have point values, and they have to figure out the best way to get the most points. So do you know where they are along the scavenger hunt? or, or the, Yeah. OK, so you could track them, and they're also following the, finding the clues. Exactly. OK, interesting. And there's a prize at the end. Yeah, so we have a bunch of sponsors um, mm -hmm. who give us prizes. We work with places that, um, like Shake Roll and Roll Pianos, which is like a piano bar, dueling piano company, quiet events, which um, they do like dances with like headphones, um, the big quiz thing, which is a um, trivia, interactive trivia company. So they all give us prizes for the for the winners. And we have someone here, Amy. Hi. Amy, Hello there. Sorry, Amy. Amy. We yep. did not get your last so, name, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Amy Gerson. Amy, okay. Nice and you. you've attended. You've done my these. I've attended a lot of them okay, over the years. Okay, so let's hear firsthand real quick from you. What are these really like? Okay, they're super fun. Mm -hmm. I did my first one about five years ago, and it was just a standard run-of-the-mill fall uh, foliage, autumn time scavenger hunt where we were running around, and you know, I remember my partner, he was like, let's go, 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 and it's just, it's the adrenaline that's running through you, and you're trying to beat a whole bunch of other teams, and it's just the excitement of it all, and you're taking photos of, you know, uh, double-decker buses, and and movie posters and this, that, and the other thing, and then you have to go fly like Superman in front of the uh, Daily News building, and you know, in front of <laughs> the. You're big told globe. to do all these things. Yeah. They're all part of the process. It's all part of the yeah. process, and she's got holiday ones and uh, for Christmas time where you get to dress up and get all kooky and fun for the holiday and Valentine's Day. What was ones. the most difficult challenge that you had or item that you had to find? Oh goodness. Um, Probably a, um, I'm trying to think, probably a, a bus driver that would be willing to smile with you. Is probably for a photo. Yeah, really, that was tough in New York. <laughs> they don't smile. They want nothing to do with your photo, and it's like the challenge of actually being able to accomplish that task is right. a big deal. So you get really excited. You're like, yes, I yeah, did it. Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. I mean, this is a great way to see the city, even if you. I mean, for obviously for tourists, but even if you live in Manhattan or you live in the tri-state area, it's I think a whole we, I different think we mostly way of seeing get, the city. Yeah, I think we mostly get people who live here. Do you really? Not not tourists as much, right. but sometimes we get. Well, now know, that the show is around exactly. the country, absolutely. We're so, excited so Mary, for that. Try. So <laughs> if you're listening on one of our 200 and some odd stations yeah. around the country, yeah. uh, Mary Catanzaro, she's got a fun experience in New York for you. And San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco That's as well. That's right, they're yes. in San Francisco. All right, yep. So any, any uh, clues that we need to be aware of here at the Whitney Museum Is there Museum anything tonight? here? Well, we don't have anything specifically at the Whitney, but we do have things on the High Line. Oh, okay. wow. All, All right. right. So that's fair Next enough. Next up. <laughs> well, the website, I believe, is Pogo Events, P-O-G-O, PogoEvents.com. Mary, Amy, very nice to meet you. Good luck, Mary, with the business. Thank and, you so much. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today here Thank at the you. Whitney Thank Museum. Thank you. A lot of fun. All right. Up next, I can actually see him. He's just arriving right now. Tony Award-winning Broadway producer Kevin McCullough is going to join Mary and me. And I don't think you're going to want to miss this. It should be a lot of fun. So stay with us. We're back in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025. Or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. 
Join Rudy, Robert, and Mary. Call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Thanks for staying with us. It is 52 past the hour, and we've reached the final segment of the week on this special remote broadcast from the Whitney Museum in New York City. A quick reminder that we've just debuted all new social media for the show, so please be sure to like us on Facebook at RM World Travel or connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at RM World Travel. We love hearing from you. really want you to connect with us. This portion of the program is sponsored by Emerald Waterways. For a limited time, book a European river cruise in a panorama balcony, grand balcony, or owner's one-bedroom suite and fly for free. This offer applies to select sailings from March through August 2016. Emerald Waterways was just rated the best river cruise for value by cruise critic editors, and their ships include features like onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system and all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, and so much more. For info or your free brochure, just go to emeraldwaterways.com or check out the all-new rudymaxa.com, click on sponsors, and be sure to tell them that you heard about it on Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. And what would a broadcast from New York City be if we didn't spend a little time on Broadway. I don't think we could do it. I don't think we could do it either. Yeah. Kevin McCollum is a multiple Tony award-winning Broadway producer. You may be familiar with some of his shows in the Heights, Avenue Q, Rent, as well as Motown the Musical, Hand to God, and Something Rotten. There are many more. The list would go on and on, but we time. have to start Sorry, talking Kevin. to Kevin. <laughs> Welcome to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. It's great to be here. On my last show, Something Rotten, which is currently playing currently on Broadway. Playing, I just want to yeah. make sure they know it's the title. It's not an editorial statement. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a big hit and it's Thank a comedy. Thank you for that clarity. Yes. That's great. So, comedy, so just yeah. let's start with Broadway. Kevin, in your opinion these days, how's Broadway doing and what's the buzz for 2016? Well, first of all, Broadway is doing very well. I'm a great believer, you know, you, you started the show about your social media and how to reach you. I think what's happening is technology, we're maturing into that it's a tool. And the destination is really using that as a tool to show up, whether it's to take a trip right. or to go to a Broadway or to mm-hmm. be active in your community. Ever since I've been in the business, which was about 1991 when I started producing, I have seen much more um, passion and strength of coming to Broadway and also going to regional theater, live entertainment. Since everything can be transmitted, I think what people are thirsty for and how we're designed is to gather and build yeah. our communities and build right. our civilizations. And, and there's nothing better than New York. Which so is Broadway's one of the healthy, but obviously... Very healthy. But there's also, as you said, these alternative options, whether it's off-Broadway or community theater, that provides great opportunity. But it all feeds into Broadway. And because, uh, you know, New York is still the pinnacle of uh, artistic uh, excellence uh, in the theater. Mm-hmm. It's against all odds because you're in New York City. City, but there's also nothing more exciting because truly we are a gathering place of the world and musicals especially are an intrinsically American art form. They're an immigrant art form. It came from Yiddish theater, British music hall, Viennese operetta, and Irish storytelling. And this and jazz are the two intrinsically American art forms. And I think this is why also the Globe is very excited about Broadway. We are seeing so much more international distribution and we're also seeing so much more international tourism needed to see a Broadway show. And Broadway has uh, reacted in kind by making sure that you can see the show in your own language. Many of the shows do have translation headsets you can have. It's very exciting to see how live entertainment is exploding. This last year, we uh, reached uh, 13.1 million and we grossed 1.37 billion. That's before before we do the touring or anything else. Huge numbers. Strictly just out of New York. We sell more tickets to Broadway than all the sports teams combined in in the city. We have a lot of sports teams in the city. New York, absolutely. 
Absolutely. You're talking to a big sports guy. Yeah. So, right, and I love sports, yeah. too, but I love a nice balance of arts and But that's sports. an interesting contrast right there when really you put is. that in the perspective of what the theater is providing. Because we do eight a week. We add $12 billion to the economy, but we also create differentiation as, as so many cities try to define themselves. New York is blessed with the definition of Broadway. So, so Kevin, I know we could have had you here for yeah, the whole we show. Could go We've on got for about two minutes, minutes left in the show okay. right now. So <laughs> Great. What do I squeeze in here? I'd like to know, maybe I think our listeners would like to know two real quick things. One, you've been in the business so long. You've traveled all over. You're born in Hawaii, schooled in Cincinnati, worked in Chicago. Mm-hmm. In New York, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen in the business? I've seen the actual uh, city itself being much more accommodating to tourists and locals. It's, it's easier to get in and out of the city than ever. Our public transportation is strong. You know, even if you have to deal with snow, the, the streets are really taken care of much swifter than they used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think the technology is a tool so everyone knows what is going on and how to access the city and also the availability of hotel rooms, the availability of different price points, because New York is a very expensive uh, city. But at the same time, there's places in Jersey City there's places in the Bronx, Brooklyn, where you can stay and also access the city. You have options. You have options. And I think that's the the thing that's so great. And technology has taught people how to buy a ticket, how to Broadway. And also, we're singing and dancing more on television. And I think it's cool again to perform. When I was growing up, you were kind of a nerd if you sang sang and danced. Mm -hmm. Now it's very popular. And I think that's Kevin, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to leave it there with you. So thank you. We're going to have have to to come see a Broadway show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Broadway.org. Check that out. Absolutely. Kevin, thank you very much for spending some time with us Pleasure to be here. We appreciate thank you that. so much. All right, special thanks to all our guests for today's show. It was a fun show, and it's always nice to bring the program on remote. That reminds me, next week, Rudy, we're going to have him out in Mendocino, California at a, I think, Mary, what is it going to be? A crab festival. I think it's I think a crab it's on festival. on the Pacific Coast yeah. Highway. So be sure to check that. It'll be a lot of fun. Rudy, Mary, and I will be broadcasting live from the W Hotel in Scottsdale coming up on February 13th. We're looking forward to being out there. Special thanks to Sarah Rubinson for coordinating everything here today for us at the Whitney, to Bob Busey for engineering on site, and Melissa Hunter, our producer, she's on site with us as well. Jeff Ryder and Janet Acevedo McDonald back in the shop running things, to all of our network affiliates and sponsors, and of course, all of you out there who help make this America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.